7 Tips for PPC and SEO Agencies to Effectively Work Together with Jay Rutkowski. In Search SEO Podcast is brought to you by Rank Ranger, the all-in-one SEO platform that helps scale your business through data and analytics. Hey, it's David. How can you become more effective at SEO by working more closely with PPC? That's what we're going to be covering today with a guitar fixer who's been doing SEO since Web 1.0 and PPC for over a decade. He's the founder and president at Transistor, a boutique search market agency in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A warm welcome to the InSearch SEO podcast, Jay Rutkowski. Hey, David. Thanks for having me on. And you can find Jay over at TransistorDigital.com. So, Jay, should all SEOs be working more closely with PPC teams? I would think so. I mean, we're, we're both doing stuff on Google and Bain and all the search engines. So why not work together more? Why not? Indeed. Yeah, especially if you're facing each other and uh, in the same office. Are most PPC and SEOs in the same office or are people generally working from home now? I, it's all over the place. I mean, one thing we definitely find is people specialize at an early age and, you know, depending on the company structure, some people treat SEO as more of a technical team and PPC is more on the marketing side when, you know, really they should be working together, but it seems like way too often they aren't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, today you're sharing your seven tips for PPC and SEO agencies to effectively work together. So starting off with number one, getting past viewing each other as competitors. Yeah. And this is a lot of ego, um, but also a lot of results. So, you know, if it's two different agencies working together, there might be fear of taking business away, or you think your agency's smarter, or even if you're just like on different teams in the same company, you know, you're being judged by your performance. And usually that's siloed in channels. So you've got to start that conversation off with like, we're all working together for helping the website grow, the client grow. So in general, would you say that um, PPC and SEO are acting for different areas of the marketing funnel? A lot of times it's treated that way. I think some of it's understanding, like people think that SEO can be only about building awareness and um answering questions and things like that. And, and PPC is more about driving the, the end conversions, but really they should be working on the same goals of just growing revenue for the company and they just do it in slightly different ways. Okay. Okay. And staying this with us for, for just a second. I mean, I've worked with PPC teams in the past as well, and we quite often find it quite difficult to make the decision as to whether or not to switch off PPC if we're ranking organically number one for a certain term. What's your views on that? Um, is it worthwhile in general paying for PPC for a term that's already ranking number one organically? Yeah, you can certainly do tests to like pause campaigns for days at a time and just look at the net traffic, but it it's going to depend on the term. You know, we've anyone in the SEO world has seen that you can do a lot of scrolling before you see the first organic result. Uh, so if it's a case where there's three, four ads and then a featured snippet or some questions being answered directly in search results, that number one ranking might not get you as big a share of traffic as you want. So uh, showing up for the ad, the the like net benefit can be 
a lot more traffic, a lot more revenue. So test, it depends on the SERP. Okay, so, so let's move on to number two, common goals, taking credit for, ba- uh, for brand revenue. Yeah, this can be a dicey one because that revenue number is a lot of times what people are judged by. And we've run into this a lot as an SEO team working with other agencies for PPC. They're getting a lot of revenue by bidding on that brand name. And that's a common practice, but that isn't always the most logical thing. Going back to your last point, you know, if it's a brand name, you don't have competitors showing up with ads on your brand name. That number one organic result should get you most of the traffic. So you can have discussions about do we need to bid on our brand at all? but also trying to separate out in reporting branded versus non-branded performance and then look at that branded as for like search as a whole. Um, that way it's, it's not this, you know, Oh, PPC is driving so much more revenue or PPC increased the brand budget. And now SEO revenue is dropping and we're looking at that stuff in isolation, but we just see branded search revenue is X. And that means both teams are doing good and and maybe it can be improved one way or another. And staying on brands from a slightly different angle, are you a fan in general of bidding on a competitor's brand? I like to do that for like building audiences in PPC. So you can track folks that have searched for competitor brand names and then kind of retarget to them, show them display ads and things like that. Uh, Because that cost per click is usually very high. And if somebody is, you know, if, if they want to go to Wayfair and they just type that into Google and then you're showing up with whatever other site that's not Wayfair, that's usually a bad experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, certainly if um, people are expecting to visit a certain brand. I mean, is it worthwhile having a, a strategy that um, is, is is thought through a little bit more and um, sticking on the Wayfair example, uh, having an ad that says something like, um, shop at us instead of Wayfair, and uh, here are the reasons why we're better value, and then driving people to a specific landing page about that. Will that get better conversion rates, or is it still more challenging to actually get conversion rates that work for you for those kind of terms? You see that a lot in like the software space, where you can have an easy table that compares Mm. our competitor offers these features, we offer these features, and it's really easy for the the customer to, to make a decision. It gets harder with e-commerce because usually it's availability and price is, yeah. is kind of what it comes down to. Um, so if you can find a way to make a case and you're bold enough to call out your competitors in ads and landing pages, I say more power to you. Go for it. But uh, it can be harder in practice than in theory. Uh, it sounds like it could be the kind of thing that would be appealing to business founders, business directors to uh, be quite aggressive against competitors like that. But financially, it's probably not the first port of call for um, making the most money from a PPC campaign. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay. okay. Well, that brings us up to number three. Um, Also in common goals, using SEO to reduce PPC costs. How how do you do that? So it comes down to using data from PPC to help shape your SEO strategy, or at least part of it. So there's always like high cost keywords that, you know, the cost per click just is prohibitive against your budget. Um, So if you can rank, you know, top half of page one organically for those terms, maybe you can't stop bidding on them entirely in PPC, but maybe you can get less aggressive. You know, the 
Um, if you're bidding for a certain return, maybe you can um, say we're looking for a higher return so your ad will just show up less frequently or be the second or third ad. Um, so that, that's one thing you can do to just allow the throttle to be lifted up on, on PPC a bit. But also any PPC campaign is going to have terms that are, are more top of funnel awareness building that they're going after. So those typically have lower conversion rate. You know, you've got to bring people back through retargeting to get them to convert. If you can go after more of that stuff organically as well, that's going to free up some PPC budget for the things that are driving revenue and driving those like first click conversions. So is it possible dynamically nowadays to maybe take data from the SERP rankings to say, okay, if I'm ranking number one, two or three organically for a certain keywords, switch off my PPC campaign for those target keyword phrases? Yeah, you can do a lot of stuff with scripting and bid rules um, if you're if you're pretty clever in the platform with that sort of thing. And then some of the, the more expensive PPC management platforms will like bring in that data and have pre-built rules for that sort of stuff. So it kind of just depends on the scale. If you're managing a smaller account, you can probably just have like Google Search Console up in one screen and or your rank tracker up in one screen and then uh, your ad platform up in another. But there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. It just kind of depends on how many keywords you're talking about. Okay. And uh, number four, using PPC to test SEO strategy. Yeah. So one thing that um, is, is kind of an easy one is looking at performance of ads. So uh, if you're in Google ads and others have, have copied this, you're you're in those like dynamic ad formats where it's swapping out different creative on the fly. But that gives you a lot of different data on which headlines are performing well, which can shape what you end up writing for your page titles in SEO. So, um, you know, even if you're not going to rank higher necessarily by making that change, you can potentially improve your click-through rate organically and just get that larger share of traffic. So that's that's one thing I would do regularly is just have a report that is showing all of the best performing headlines in PPC for different ad groups, try and match those to keywords that you're targeting and and use that for your your like page title writing. Um, and then I think the the one you usually hear, I feel like, is testing keywords that you want to target organically that are much longer term initiatives. So things you don't rank for today at all, um, really competitive terms that are going to take months and months to get onto page one for it. You know, you, you don't want to invest all that effort in in writing copy and optimizing and everything just to find out that the keyword drives traffic and never converts. So you can get a lot quicker results from PPC and just make a decision like, yeah, this is converting well in PPC. It's probably going to do the same organically let's go after it. Um, but you know, that's, that's something for like the most competitive terms, um, since you're obviously investing ad dollars in that. And number five, landing page development. Now it's quite common for PPC to have their own landing pages, perhaps no indexed and SEO just to focus on other landing pages for uh, organic search. Is, is that not best practice? Is it better for PPC and SEO to be working on the same landing page together? There's certainly benefits to having them separate um, from an optimization standpoint and all the changes you might want to make um, day by day, week by week for PPC. But the reality is most companies have pretty limited resources and 
trying to say we are going to have people develop PPC landing pages and SEO landing pages that are going to be completely separate from each other, um, you know, is maybe not the most efficient use of everyone's time. So if you can have all of your lead capture stuff at the top of the page that PPC is looking for, and then maybe as you scroll down a little further, get all the copy that SEO is looking for, um, that can be a way to, to make both teams happy potentially. And, it, you know, you can find stuff that's converting well in PPC and hopefully drive the same level of conversions through your organic efforts. I guess one reason why you may want to use the same landing page is um, Google Ads obviously look at um, quality score of a landing page as well. And I guess having that landing page with existing traffic and having links to other pages on the site might be of benefit to that score. Is is that still the case or is that still not uh, not so much of an issue anymore? That's definitely a reason that we use because the you know, the typical PPC landing page, it's like a headline and a couple bullets and a form. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of copy there. So that, that page relevance, page experience aspect of it sometimes isn't as good as it could be. Um, where for SEO, you're much more concerned about all of the page speed metrics and load time and everything like that. And then through typical copy that you're adding for SEO, a lot of that, that relevance factor is going to be more than taken care of. And number six, using dynamic search campaigns to find keyword ideas. Yeah, I, this is a fun one. Um, we've had accounts on the PPC side that will set up campaigns and ad groups um, strictly for keyword mining for SEO. Um, you know, the, the goal is not necessarily that these are going to drive a large share of our, our revenue or conversions. It's just we have maybe pages on the site for newer products or we have... Um, you know, products or services that we're not quite sure how to target in SEO. So we set up a dynamic search campaign, let Google figure out what keywords it wants to match to, look at the performance data. You know, you can get impression counts to just see what search volume is out there that maybe you didn't find using keyword research tools, um, but then also what's converting. And that can help you, again, figure out what your targets are for these pages you're not necessarily sure about. Um, maybe find new questions that people are, are asking that haven't um, filtered up in your research. It's just a, a good source of, of constant new ideas. And finishing up with number seven, keyword level SERP features from your rank tracking tool. Yeah, so PPC certainly has metrics that they look at, you know, for competition and cost per click to kind of judge the intent of a keyword that you might bid on. But it's not always super clear. So getting some additional data from SEO, like most rank tracking tools will say, hey, this gives local results. Um, this query gives people also asked in videos and images and everything else under the sun. Um, and that can shape one, like how you want to structure your efforts around that keyword. Um, if you see something that is giving a bunch of local results and you are a you know, business that has local retailers, then maybe you make a, a big effort around like visit our store, use local search extensions and stuff like that in your ads. Or maybe you see a lot of these images and um, questions being answered and just say like, this is not going to be a term that converts. So we're going to use this data to just say like, we're going to not bid on this keyword. 
Superb stuff. Well, let's finish off with the, par- the Pareto Pickle. So Pareto says you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. So what's one SEO activity that you would recommend that provides incredible results for modest levels of effort? I think an easy one that's kind of a regular thing we do is we have um, our site crawls will pull in ranking data for every page on the site. And then we have a report that just says, here are all of the pages where the um, page title, the headings, the copy on the page do not feature one of the like top five ranking keywords for that page. So for the larger sites out there where there's a lot of pages that you're not going to be optimizing on a regular basis or just aren't that important, this is a really easy way to surface up stuff that's already ranking where you can make real quick um, like page title changes or heading changes uh, to just optimize th- for things that, you know, you could move up a couple spots for, get more traffic. And it's, you can do that through um, just a crawl and a spreadsheet and a, a couple filters and just get, you know, maybe you get like 50 or 100 pages that you can spend 20 minutes making changes to. Lovely, lovely. Well, I've been your host, David Bain. You can find Jay Ratkowski over at TransistorDigital.com. Jay, thanks so much for being on the In Search SEO podcast. Thanks, David. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for listening. Check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the Rank Ranger platform over at RankRanger.com. <laughs>